What's going on, ladies? I was very tempted to get on for this episode and like many other episodes I've done in the past, apologize for not putting out as much content, for, you know, not giving you guys more. And this morning I decided that I'm going to stop doing that. Because the reason why I have this platform is to be an inspiration, is to be an encouragement for women. It's to follow my calling and and do what I feel God wants me to. And I know other women can resonate with this as well. Just the feeling of not being enough or feeling down on yourself because of life circumstances, of things that come up that require your time. And, And now you feel a certain level of guilt because you're not able to create as much or you're not able to do much with your artwork. I want to say that that's a very normal feeling, right? And I think we need to normalize not being superhuman. Once you start to get down on yourself, and I saw a girl post this recently on threads and I commented, you know, I really resonate with this sis. She said, you know, I feel like I could be doing so much. My content has so much potential, but life gets in the way and I feel like I'm not creating as much because I have so much to do. And then you start to feel mad with yourself. Like you start to feel like you should be doing more. And it's not that you don't want to. It's not that you're not a creative or an artist. It's that you have to learn to find balance in your life. All things in life require balance. And I'm learning this myself because almost every episode I get on here and I apologize to you guys about not creating, not posting as much. And I am going to learn to not do that anymore because the whole point of me doing this is to have peace of mind and joy. I enjoy, genuinely, I enjoy this podcast. I enjoy coming on here and speaking to you guys. This is not a platform where I want to feel contempt or anger or disappointment. I just need to learn to find more balance in my life. And I have a lot of responsibilities and that's okay. This is something that I love to do. And I also have other things that I enjoy, but I have many responsibilities and I have to learn to balance all of them. And it's not something that I should be apologizing for. So for all of the creators, all the content girlies just know that you're doing a great job you're doing a great job the fact that you even like initiated something you're passionate about the fact that you even have enough courage to go ahead and put out your content and put out your artwork that's a beautiful thing and it's all a part of your journey don't get down on yourself don't feel like you're not enough right we all are experiencing a level of figuring this thing out including myself So I know I've been mentioning this for a few weeks now. This episode is going to be on experiencing joy and breaking cycles. And when I talk about experiencing joy, I'm going to talk about both ends. I'm going to talk about the need to embody more joy and the need to normalize expressing it. And the reverse, I'm going to talk about how in our culture today, a lot of people are faking their joy. A lot of people are putting on a false facade as if they are happy when deep down they have a deep level of dissatisfaction and then breaking cycles. This is where I'm at right now in my journey. So if anyone's like me, maybe you're someone that became so used to experiencing hardship that you know what it feels like to be let down and you almost normalize that feeling of being let down and you have a really hard time maybe like myself embracing moments of joy without having thoughts like when is the other shoe going to fall or is this really going to last or maybe you don't feel worthy enough 
or part of you feels guilty whenever you enjoy or experience genuine joy and peace in your life. And most of the uncomfort that you might feel when things are good is trauma stored in your body. It's you frequently experiencing chaos that it's almost become normalized and now your body expects it to happen. So one, I just want to acknowledge that I thank God for the place that I'm in right now. I thank God that I am in a season where I feel like I can genuinely experience joy now. And I don't take that lightly. I've had a lot of experiences in my life just trying to find my purpose, trying to find where I fit, trying to find peace of mind. And it's not as easy as people think. There's so many life factors like your career, your finances, your friendships, your family. There's a lot of things in life that challenge us to not have joy every day. So I thank God for the joy that I'm experiencing and the peace of mind that I now have that I can honestly say I didn't have before. Maybe you have thoughts like, I'm always going to struggle or things don't get to be good for me or I'll never achieve the life I really want. And my point of saying that is that maybe your intrusive thoughts are really what's stopping you from sharing your joy with others or sharing your joy without feeling shame. Don't listen to those thoughts that tell you you should not be happy. Don't listen to them. Just like we express our sorrows and our many failures in life, I feel like it's so easy for people to talk about the negative things they're experiencing, for people to talk about how unhappy they are, you know, their down moments just to complain to each other, right? I feel like we've normalized that. But we don't as often normalize sharing our joy, sharing our happiness as well. And if anyone feels what I feel, I want you to know that there's nothing to be guilty about. There's nothing to apologize for. The reason you're experiencing joy and peace in the first place in the season that you're in in your life right now is because God allowed it. The divine says you are worthy of love, joy, peace, and abundance in excess. That means you're more than deserving. Don't let your experience or the amount of time you spent in the storm make you forget your divine birthright. It is your birthright to have these things. And if you're in a new season of now having it when you didn't have it before, it's because your life is moving more towards alignment. It's because you're moving closer to God. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And that's what God wants us to see. He wants us to see how much our lives improve when he's in them. Something else that I feel like holds me back from necessarily expressing the good moments in my life is because I am a deeply empathetic person. If you've listened to any of my other podcasts where I talk about a certain church retreat I went on where they gave you an original design, on my original design, I was told at a very young age that I was going to cry for the world. I'm a deeply empathetic person and maybe you are too. And because I'm so deeply empathetic and because I feel the pain of others, sometimes I feel like expressing my joy somehow negatively impacts those who are struggling. And I know that's not the truth, right? I know that my happiness doesn't or shouldn't take away from anyone else's. And in recent discussions, Discussions, my boyfriend and I, we talk about this term called compassion fatigue. And if you are an empath, you know what I mean by this term, compassion fatigue. Once I became aware of the horrifying statistics and extreme amounts of deaths that are happening right now, you know, most people know that there's a horrible war in Gaza and Israel. You know, the Jewish and Palestinian people are dying in excess. And it really brought me a lot of pain to know that people, like massive amounts of people are struggling at no fault of 
their own. I've made it my purpose and my goal to speak to others about God's grace and his mercy and his love because I've seen it firsthand in my life and I've seen it in the lives of other people and because that's what I'm passionate about. But honestly, when I really sit with myself and I think about everything that's going on in the world right now, especially for the Jewish and the Palestinian people, I think, what could I possibly say to encourage their faith? What could I possibly do to help these people right now in circumstances that feel devastating? Children are dying, families are starving and being misplaced. People don't have shelter or place to sleep or resources, food and water. Some of the worst circumstances you could ever imagine people are going through right now. What could I possibly say to one of them about God's love? They don't deserve what they're going through. Would they even listen if I tried to tell them, you know, how much God loves them? Would they believe God is real with everything going on in their life right now? And maybe not just for, you know, the people in Palestine and and Jews, maybe for what you're experiencing in, in your life right now. Maybe you are seeing so much devastation that you don't believe God is real with everything going on. And honestly, that breaks my heart. And I find myself getting compassion fatigue more often than I think I should. And when me and my boyfriend talked about this, he said to me, he goes, as difficult as it is to speak the word of God during times like these, the Bible says that it's times like these, times of devastation that bring people together, that give people hope. Sometimes the worst possible experiences are what bring people towards God because they need something to believe in. I don't wish pain on anyone. And if I could, genuinely, I would take it away from you. I would remove it. I would try to help in whatever way that I could. But let your series of discomforts, let it encourage you to get closer to God. If you have no hope in your circumstance right now, know that you can have hope in God, an abundance of it. If anything is going to keep you from falling into a dark place, it's going to be the Holy Spirit nothing else. God is Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. I say all this to get my point across, which is that if you're a deeply empathetic person, don't let compassion fatigue overtake you. You exhaust yourself trying to solve all the world's problems, trying to solve the pain of the world. You exhaust yourself when you feel like you aren't enough, no matter what it is that you're trying to do. If you're trying to create content or you're trying to start a business or or you're trying to do anything for yourself outside of your normal nine to five job, Don't exhaust yourself feeling like you aren't going to be able to do the things that you want to do or that you don't have enough time. Don't exhaust yourself feeling like there's nothing you can do to help people around the world who are struggling and who are in pain. God is a good God and he hears our prayers. I'm going to go ahead and put a link in the description for this episode if this discussion is something that you're interested in. If you also feel horrified with the things happening in the world, there's an amazing organization that I found where you can donate money to the orphans in Gaza right now. Being aware that so many people struggle every day, sometimes I feel like it makes it even harder for me to express my joy and my happiness when things are good in my life. And I feel this on a consistent level. Whenever I have good news, I feel like I should tell people my testimony first, or I should tell people how I used to struggle in the past so they don't just assume, you know, everything is good in my life or I've never had to struggle. And maybe part of that is a trauma response. Why do I feel the need to express all of the pain I've gone through before I feel the need to express my joy. Why do I need to prove anything to anyone that I'm deserving? Why do I feel the need to prove to others that I'm deserving of the joy that I'm experiencing right now? That I should first share my struggle before I share the good that's in my life. Christina, when do you finally get to abandon that narrative? Yes, that was your past. Yes, you've experienced pain, but now you have joy 
Now you have peace. Now you have abundance. When do you get to abandon that old narrative? When do you start to tell people that you've seen God's mercy firsthand and you've experienced his joy that he's called us to have without feeling guilty, without feeling the need to share your testimony as proof of being worthy, as proof that you deserve good things showing up in your life? I think it's more than okay to embrace joy. I think it's more than okay to embrace what I'm going to call your second act of life. I recently watched a movie with my boyfriend on Prime. Not award-winning, but we needed something to watch. J-Lo is in it, and I didn't feel like scrolling for a million days, so I threw it on. And this is what I mean by alignment, because spirit is always talking to us in so many different ways if we really pay attention. Basically, the storyline of the movie is her second act, right? Her second chance at living the life she always wanted. Her second chance at experiencing a new kind of abundance, making choices that she's always wanted and becoming a better, more grown version of herself. The overall movie message I now feel is really beautiful and really spot on to the phase of my life that I'm finally experiencing, which is that I need to embrace my second act of life. The first act felt uncomfortable. I felt pain. I felt out of place. I felt like I didn't belong. The first act of my life, I didn't really know myself. And now in the second act, there's so much beauty. There's so much that I'm experiencing now that I didn't even realize I could have. There's doors that are opening for me that I manifested with the help of God. And it's beautiful. It's more than I knew that I could have, genuinely. The second act of my life right now, I'm I'm really embracing and, and I'm so grateful for. Rather than being ashamed of saying it, I feel excited to tell people I have so much good happening for me. I have good people around me. I have purpose in my life now. Like, I have alignment in the things that I wanted to do. Genuinely, I have better opportunities now, more love, a better job, an amazing relationship. I have so much joy I'm not used to having. I love my life. Like the movie, I believe that we all need to learn to embrace the second act of our life more. Embrace joy and feel comfortable expressing it. I don't know who needs to hear this, but your joy does not stop other people who are struggling from having joy. It doesn't. Release your imposter syndrome and know that you are worthy of a good life, that you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Your joy can be inspiring and spiritual. Your joy can impact the lives of women because you know your joy comes from God. It's not something that we should keep to ourselves or be ashamed to share. Next time someone asks you how you're doing, tell them the truth. I'm doing great. God is good. I woke up today. I have good things in my life. I have purpose. I have meaning. I have joy. I have more healing. I have peace of mind. I have meditation. I have prayer. I have real love. I'm doing great. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. Before I get into breaking cycles, I want to talk about the reverse of experiencing joy. Yes, there are people who are in the second act of their life right now, and they're having a hard time feeling comfortable enough embracing the abundance they have now. On the other side, there's people who feel a deep level of dissatisfaction every day. There's people who are depressed deep down. There's people who don't love themselves deep down. And because of the world we live in right now, we have all these platforms where we can fake our joy. We can lie about it if we're being honest, right? And this is why comparison is so important not to do. It's so important not to get on social media sites and to see photos, like a a brief moment or moments of someone's life and think that you know them or think that, you know, they don't experience pain and suffering or think that their life is perfect because that is just not the truth. The truth is that people are really hiding how they genuinely feel every day. 
behind photos, behind social media posts, behind what they think the world wants to see. And this happens all the time, right? It's like those those uh, social media couples that we know and or we think we know and we follow and we become so invested in their love life. And then one day they break up and all the photos are gone and we're wondering what happened, right? It's because there's things behind the scenes that we don't know. And I think it's important to embrace more authenticity. If you are going through a hard time, if you're depressed, if you lack self-love, really hone in on that. Really hone in on your journey. Focus on the things that you know are going to genuinely bring you real joy, not fake joy. Just because you go out at night or you're outside and you're partying, that is a small glimpse of your life, a small glimpse of how you really feel every day when you wake up in the morning. And I've had discussions like this with certain friends where I feel like the things that they're posting don't reflect what they're really going through. And now everyone can make their own choices, right? I do not control anyone. But if someone is coming to me on a frequent basis and telling me how unhappy they are, someone is coming to me crying to me frequently, expressing, you know, how many things are not going well in their life. But all I see on social media are posts smiling, are posts having a great time, are posts where they're surrounded by people. It feels like mixed messaging. And I'm not saying if you're depressed, you have to post photos about depression. I just mean maybe you shouldn't be posting at all. Maybe you should step away and create space for yourself to look within and ask yourself, what do I need to do to experience that genuine joy? And because you know I have to talk about the love of God, I want to say that I don't know if people will genuinely be able to experience that until they become more open to spirit. I saw recently that Daddy Yankee was on tour and he gave his life to Christ. He he told massive amounts of people in a stadium how he is going to serve the kingdom of God. And he said something that really stood out to me. He said, you know, I'm a man that has many accolades and I've done amazing things. I've traveled the world, right? He said, but no amount of worldly gratification will give you the same type of peace that having a purpose in God can give you. That no matter how much money he makes, no matter how many amazing things he does, he has nothing if it doesn't come from the Lord, genuinely. All those things are are great, but you can have all of those things and still not have the joy that God has intended for you to have. Genuinely, I feel this way. I want everyone to have a peace of mind. I want everyone to have genuine joy and happiness in their life, right? But it doesn't come from faking it. It doesn't come from posting for the masses. It doesn't come from acting like you're happy when you're not. And so many of us do this every day. We want people to think that we live this certain lifestyle when we don't. And that's why I come on this platform and I share the good in my life, but also the bad. Because I want people to know, one, you're, I'm human. We all are. There's no way I could have only experiences that are good, right? In order for me to know what's good, genuinely, in order for me to experience peace and love and joy, I have to experience the opposite. I have to experience pain and discomfort and betrayal. And because I've gone through that in my in the first act of my life, I am beyond grateful for what I have now. I hope that eventually, Queen, you come to a place where you don't feel like you need to perform for others, where you get closer to God, where you seek Him, and you genuinely establish a more peaceful life, a more fulfilled life, a life of purpose and love and joy. Because the closer you get to God, the more He opens doors for other people to come into your life who love you the way He does, the more He shows you that you're abundant, that you're a manifester, that you're powerful. 
that you're a child of God and that nothing is off limits to his children. And if you are in your second act right now and you are happy genuinely and you have things that you never had before, go ahead and share it with the world. Tell other people how God renewed and restored you. Tell other people how you now have peace of mind because God is with you. Tell other people how you never had the things that you do now because of his love. It's okay to embrace that because abundance is our divine birthright. But first you need to heal and first you need to establish a relationship with him if you really want to get to that place. And that's not to say that in your second act of life when when God is opening doors and performing miracles and, and really you're in spiritual alignment. That's not to say that things won't happen that throw you off, right? Everything ultimately I feel is a test of how much you believe in God. Now when I experience discomfort or I've experienced something I wasn't prepared for, I don't have as much anxiety about it. I don't have as much fear about it because I know that my God comes before me and that he knew anything that happens in my life before I knew. So there's a way that I'm going to get through and I stand on that. It took me a long time to release that level of anxiety and fear anytime something happened that I didn't want to happen in my life. Now, as a believer, I know that God is with me in all things, that I don't have to have a spirit of fear, that everything works out for my good, that if a door closes, it's not meant for me, and I'm okay with that. And finally, breaking generational cycles. I want to congratulate you if you are embracing abundance and joy and peace. Sis, that's so much more than most people can say. Some people wake up miserable every day and do nothing to change it. Your ancestors would be so proud of you. You know why? Because you're breaking generational cycles. You're breaking generations of internalized trauma. You're breaking that. You're saying today that no, my life doesn't need to be constant chaos and misery. You're saying no, God has called me to have more. You're saying no, I'm an abundant child of God. You're saying no, I don't need to have fear and anxiety every day of my life. You're saying no, that's not what God has called me to have and I'm stopping it now. It ends with me so that my daughter and her daughter and every generation after me knows that they don't have to internalize the trauma of our ancestors. That stuff gets stored within us. That mindset becomes a generational cycle. The mindset of lack, the mindset of struggle, the mindset of just constant misery, it ends with you. And you're proving that to be true when you wake up every day and you decide that no, you trust where God is taking you that you are deserving and worthy of abundance when you decide you're going to change your mindset and focus on on God, focus on all of the good that he's going to bring forward. When you decide that you're going to manifest peace of mind, you're going to manifest joy and fulfillment, you're going to manifest the love of your life, and you're going to do it with God. Because why? The generational cycle of chaos and misery and lack ends with you. That's powerful. That's so powerful. You're making a way for a better mindset for for all the little girls that come after you. Do you know how beautiful that is? They're going to see you. They're going to look up to you and be like, wow, look at the healing journey that my mother went through. Look at all that she did to overcome those thoughts of inadequacy, those thoughts of anxiety and misery, and those thoughts that lacked hope. I know now that she's going to know that she can have all of those things because of you because of your love for God, because of your constant pursuit towards healing. You're breaking generational cycles, queen. Your healing is not in vain. Just because no one else sees it, God sees it. He sees your heart transforming. The woman in your family who used to normalize pain and suffering, they had a very limiting mindset of what they could achieve. 
And often they settled for just good enough because they didn't believe that they could be abundant. They didn't believe that God wants their wildest dreams to come forth. They didn't believe that. They didn't understand how much of a powerful manifester they were. Every day when you embrace joy and abundance, and not fake joy and abundance, when you genuinely embrace it, when you embrace your authenticity, and you believe in your heart that you deserve only the best life God has to offer you, you create a new cycle for generations of women to come. This allows all future female generations that come after you to genuinely know their worth. And it started with you. Embracing joy is so important because you could be breaking generational cycles that you don't even realize you're doing. And embracing authenticity is so powerful because you're breaking generational cycles that you didn't even realize you're doing. Keep going. God is going to take you so much further than you even realize. (laughs) 